I just finished the book, Empire of Pain, which is about the Sackler family. And for those of you who are not familiar with the Sacklers, they are responsible for the opioid crisis that has ravaged our country and done terrible things, not only here in this country, but around the world. They are wealthy beyond all imagination. But they always argued about money. At one point, they were dividing up between five of the siblings, $300 million. And they all argued that it wasn't enough. And why weren't they getting more taken out of the trust? I was shocked when I read it, obviously, because I remember it. They were, of course, taken to court and were able to, I will say, slither away from any kind of any kind of moral authority or any kind of punishment. They hid their money in offshore accounts. They pulled out more than a billion dollars so that they could declare that they were bankrupt. They were bankrupt. They are morally bankrupt. And what they wanted more than anything in the world was to be accepted by people. They gave money away to all kinds of institutions. One of the brothers collected art, not just art that he liked, but art that filled rooms in their house or their mansion. I kept thinking about this story with the parable today of the rich fool. Because what the Sacklers and the fool want are to be accepted and to be appreciated for all that they have done for the people. But Luke has a different interpretation of the rich fool. He is so blinded by what he has that he allows his possessions to cloud who, what he could be. Did he hold the grain back that he built the bigger barns for so that he could uh, increase the price and cause people to starve? That's one interpretation of this story. Did, he in, did the rich fool increase the price so that he could have more money? That's, of course, another interpretation. While people were starving, the rich fool, as on the cover of the bulletin, is busy examining his money and seeing through the books that are on either side of him who owes him what. It's an empty kind of a life. It's one that is consumed with enriching himself rather than helping others. And in Luke's gospel, in every chapter, there is something said about wealth, and riches, more than any other gospel, and also throughout the book of Acts. It's important to Luke that we understand what we have is a gift, and we share what we have with others. That by storing up our treasure, we become morally 
and emotionally poor. Going back to the Sacklers, I don't think they have any friends. They think they do. But they have also been loath to take responsibility for anything in our country with people that are addicted to opioids. They even said, it's not our fault. It's the people that take the medication. They have a weakness. And it's not on us to decide who should take the medication and who shouldn't. It's not our responsibility. At one point, there was a, and not only the Sacklers, but also there were doctors, pill mills. People would go and wait hours at a place. Some even brought lawn chairs because they would have to sit in line and wait. There was a doctor in Florida that worked three days a week and gave out 346,000 pills a month. This is not a person who has the public's best interest at heart. But the Sacklers denied that they had anything to do with the opioids that consume people and take away their lives and their livelihoods, that they become shells of human beings. Because as long as they could keep making money, that was all that mattered. And I keep thinking about the rich fool and the painting and how miserly they are, not only with money, but with the ability to feel any empathy towards another human being, to try to put themselves in the shoes of those that they thought they were helping. This wasn't something that was careless, and they realized they made a mistake. They perpetuated this for years, and they still deny any, responsi <clears throat> excuse me, any responsibility. I read the book and I was at once aghast, horrified, and disgusted that people should take advantage of people who are in pain and trying to want to get better and then deny anything, deny any responsibility. I wonder if the rich fool felt the same. He thought everything was fine until God said to him, you fool, you idiot, don't you know that everything you have is because of what I have given you? Don't you realize that it all can go away like that? Luke tells us we are all given wealth beyond imagination, not just monetary and financial wealth, but wealth of friends, wealth of faith, wealth of love, wealth of community. But uh, that all can go away if we don't treat each other with respect, if we, like the Sacklers, if we don't care about the person next to us, if we don't love one another, all of that goes away, and all the money in the world is meaningless. 
You know, it sounds really great to be really, really, really rich. But I think, in the end, not only are they poor in spirit, but they're poor in everything. They have nothing. Sure, they can buy whatever they want, but they can't buy what we all know, and that is happiness from knowing who we follow, who we love, being together, wanting to be friends with people around us. People are not just to be used, as the Sacklers thought. People are meant to be enjoyed and shared with interests. The rich fool is lonely. I have to think when I, I know I keep going back to that painting, I have to keep thinking that Rembrandt painted him perfect because he's so fixated on the money. He can't see that life is being lived around him. He is so lonely because all he can look at is the gold coin in the candlelight. Luke says it's not wrong to have riches. It's not wrong to be wealthy. It's what we do with that wealth that counts for something. We want to make sure at the end of our lives, at the end of the day, end of the week, because we never know when we will meet our death, that we have done everything we can to improve not only the lives of those we love, but the lives of those we may never meet or touch or acknowledge. That is a, a life well lived, and that is the life that God calls us to and that Luke reminds us of. Amen.